didn't do it for my family at all. In fact, back in those days, you know, if it was 10 a.m. on a Sunday, I'm like, it's time for dad to go to the gym. I don't care what you guys are doing at home. I don't care whatever activities, kids you have at home. I don't care whatever plans, wife you made at home. That's when daddy's going to the gym, you know? And so, you know, and he, even Wes, you know, he, you know, he promoted the same, the same message that Superhuman Fathers does of doing it for your people, but I didn't live that. I did it for myself. Welcome to the Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible the transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers, and not only am I going to change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck. Take us back, and uh, what is a year and, I don't know, three months, year and two months? More than that, bro. It's 18 months. Yeah. Later 18 months, month. dude. A year Look at that, 18 months. But you're there. What are we thinking? What are we doing? Why did you join the program? And you can even talk about how, you know, you had done some other stuff too. Yeah. You have a great story. Mm -hmm. So let's go. Yeah. So uh, like in 2018, I mean, I was just a fucking mess. Uh, slob, selfish, completely self-centered, short uh, with my wife, short with my kids, <clears throat> just low level human, you know? And, um, and, you know, I went to high school with Wes Watson. I went to high school with Kyle. Uh, handsome Rob, if he's in here too, went to high school with those guys. Um, you know, I got into, um, some bad things with, with Wes, uh, in my early twenties, you know, like drugs and things like that. Um, and then when he went away, you know, obviously I didn't hear from him. And then he had, he started an Instagram all black and white when he was still in prison, like his last few months uh, in prison. And it started talking about a program. He was going to start when he got out and it was obvious that he was ripped off hardly any nutrients that he would give him in prison. Um, you know, there's, there's videos of him doing curls with like a laundry bag full of books. He's doing squats with other inmates on his back. I'm like, this guy's a fucking maniac and anything that he's selling, I'm in. And so when he got out, he's like, I'm, you know, I'm starting a program. Um, you know, I'm looking for guys who want to, who want to make a transformation in their life. Um, so I signed up and I, I want to say I was probably one of, probably one of the first 10 guys that signed up. Um, it was really cheap back then, you know, Wes was sleeping on his grandma's couch um wearing the same he always talks about the same pair of, of chuck taylors that he that he bought with his gate money he bought uh he said chuck taylors and a and a gym pass was the first thing he bought when he got out with his 200 bucks and so you know i followed him um again it was there's so there's so little guys in the program at the time like he was calling me every day uh yelling at me which i needed uh you know one time he he i was like uh i was like man i'm itching for a pizza He's like, you know what? I want you to order the biggest fucking pizza you you can find and eat. I want you to eat the whole fucking thing. I'm like, really? So yeah, scratch that itch. And I want you to feel like shit when you do it. And I'm like, all right, let's fucking see how I feel. Cause I, I'm really, I'm really craving this. I don't think I'll feel like shit. I ate that whole fucking large pizza, all the fucking toppings on it, all the cheese. I felt like literally dog shit. Like I couldn't look at pizza for a year. Like I was like, this is the worst food on the planet. <laughs> and he's like, I taught, I taught you a lesson, bro. You've just fucked your macros, macros up majorly and you scratched that itch and now you feel like shit. I'm glad. 
you know, <laughs> it's like in the typical Wes Watson style, you know, I, I needed that. And so, you know, um, you know, his evolution was obviously a massive, you know, over the last five years. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you when I, when I signed up with Wes, I did it for completely selfish reasons. You know, I did it for, um, all the, all the shallow reasons of, 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 you know, physically looking good, you know, feeling good, feeling more confident, but I didn't do, I didn't do it for my family at all. In fact, back in those days, you know, if it was 10 AM on a Sunday, I'm like, it's time for dad to go to the gym. I don't care what you guys are doing at home. I don't care whatever activities kids you have at home. I don't care whatever plans wife you made at home. That's when daddy's going to the gym, you know? And so, you know, and even Wes, you know, he, you know, he promoted the same, the same message that superhuman fathers does of doing it for your people. But I didn't live that. I did it for myself, you know? And, um, and it's funny. Uh, um, what's his name? Jeremiah. He sent me a picture on Instagram. He's like, is this you? Let's see if you can pull this up here. He's like, is that you on West Watson's program? And so that's me getting posted on West Watson program. And I look 10 times as better as I did with the day I got posted on, on his program. Um, and so, and I was in his program for like a year and a half too, just like I was here and the same up and downs I had then I have now, uh, but with a completely different angle. So, you know, the up and downs I had then was same thing, macros, you know, uh, not, and again, they, they didn't have at the early days, they didn't have the same kind of brotherhood that this place had. So I wasn't like connected to a group like, uh, of, of men like you guys. Uh, so that was definitely something that it lacked uh, at the time. Um, but again, when I, when I signed up with superhuman fathers, you know, looking at, looking at Kyle, cause Kyle was a follower of Wes at that time. And I saw, you know, Kyle being a savage with a broken arm doing these fucking like row exercises and then say, and then, you know, yeah, with a fucking hook, like attached to some fucking cable, like a maniac. And so it's funny, but when I, when I was in my sling, I, I thought about Kyle in those days, like, here's a guy, it's like, you just don't stop, you know, you just don't stop. You know, he had a big, you know, a fireman mustache back then and all that stuff. And then uh, and then when I saw his message about superhuman fathers, it spoke to me on a completely different level um, than, than the selfish brat I was, you know, five years ago um, when I signed up for just the completely wrong reasons. And so, you know, I started following Kyle. <clears throat> I started mess private messaging him like, man, your, your message is just fire. Like, it's really speaking to me until I finally pulled the trigger. Um, and I called him and I was like, I was like, man, I need a coach. And he's like, yeah, well, I got like, there's no, there's no shame in that. I got like eight coaches. And so I'm like, shit, dude, like, let's do this because I really need someone to, to hold me accountable, hold my feet to the fire. Um, and, and you guys did, you know, and this, this, pro, this, this group was, was quite small at that time. And, you know, definitely under a hundred guys. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's definitely exploded since then. I've, it's, it's cool to be, you know, kind of in the early days and to see the evolution of this program, but um, it's, it's I, like, the the transformation um just in general is it's been like just so just places I'd never imagined I would go like in my in my mind you know I'm not even talking about my physical form I'm talking about my mind like I am a completely different human that people that I work with that I've worked with for years are like what happened like <laughs> but in a good way they're like what like you you just seem to be tapped in. You just seem to be like be in flow states when you're talking. You just seem to command a room when you walk in. Uh, when you when you hold a meeting, it's like this is like here's the message. Like you know, uh, it's just it's just it's just different, and it feels different. Um, and I don't even realize it. So when I look at that that posted picture and I see the the first guy in there, like I don't even I don't even recognize that guy. 
But it's funny because that guy shows up every day and more now than ever. Because, at, you know, when people would talk about day one, I was like, yeah, yeah, day one. Yeah, okay, I get that. No, <laughs> this shit is for real, bro. I've never been more attacked by that old self and that demon inside since I got posted. More, I mean, he's screaming at me every day, every day. Like, you fucking made it. Go fucking eat that shit. Treat your people like shit. Like, go fucking do it, man. You earn this shit. You deserve this. Like, he's screaming in my ear. And so it's so crazy. Like, like, you know, that, that day one is it's, it really hits home. And so, uh, I don't know. I, I want to dig. This that. is so beautiful. I want to yeah. dig into that moment where you walk into a room of people. Mm -hmm. Okay. The old you versus the new you. Yeah. Maybe I'm, some adjectives. You are a fifth grade teacher. Yeah. So I don't know, but I want you to describe in a few words the difference, a description of how you felt or what energy it was when you walked into a room with your family or your peers versus mm -hmm. when you walk in now. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, I've been, you know, I've, I've been teaching 19 years, so I, I'm pretty experienced at this point. And for the last teacher you know, of the year, by the way, let's go. And again, just, just a fitness program. Right. I mean, again, I attribute all of that to this too, you know? So, you know, it, I've been, a, I, I consider myself a pretty good teacher prior to this program, but I took it to the next level last year, like completely, like I'm, I'm pretty big on, on relationships with kids and I ate lunch with kids every day. I wanted to know more about their lives. I really connected with them on a personal level. I mean, it came down to where kids were, if kids were acting up, I'm like, if you're not gonna do it for yourself, do it for me. And they're like, I got you. And I'm like, fuck dude, like that never happened before, you know? And so, you know, and I do this thing. It's kind of funny too, where like, I, you know, I teach math. And so if the kids all pass a test, I put these targets on the wall and I put these balloons on there and I throw real darts at the balloons. And if I miss the balloons, then I got to do push-ups. you know? And so the kids love it when I miss the balloons. And one time I missed eight balloons and I was doing 10 push-ups a pop as I had to do 80 push-ups. And they're like, you can't do 80 push-ups, Mr. Corbett. There's no way. And I was like, watch me, motherfuckers. Boom. And so these kids are like, is shocked. They're like, holy shit. My teacher's a fucking savage, dude. It was fucking awesome. And then, you know, again, connection with parents too uh, really blew up. And then with my peers, they they just they just saw me in a different light. You know, they, I was always well-liked in my school. I'm, I'm, I'm literally one of two other male teachers in my entire school. It's all females. You know, so I was kind of like the token guy, which uh, which had some downfalls, too, because anytime I mean, every single day it is a woman's getting married. She's having a baby. It's her birthday. And every single time there's cake, there's cookies, there's donuts, there's all the shit. And it's always, well, Brad will eat that. I'd come back to my desk and be a piece of fucking cake on my desk. There'd be a piece of pizza on my desk. There'd be a whole like just trade. Yeah, I, remember those left those yeah, I mean, so. Yeah, like my dopey square. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he'll eat that. He's the he's the, the leftovers. Exactly. And so I had to like literally tell him to stop. And even my, you know, my last birthday, um, my team like buys each other a cake. And it's like sometimes really you're buying the cake for the rest of the team to eat. You know, you buy it for the guy's birthday, sure, but really everyone else wants to eat the cake. And I'm like, please. And my favorite cake is cheesecake. And I'm like, please don't buy me cheesecake, please. And they're like, well, okay, but like. You're no fun, you know. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm sorry, you know. Like, and they and they're they're super proud of me and super supportive, and you know, they follow me on Instagram too, and they saw my transformation. They know how hard I'm grinding, so they they respect that kind of stuff. But it's just interesting that you know 
that like the people's view of me, my peers that saw me day in and day out, they had to change the perspective about me uh, because they just know that, that I'm, that I'm just different. You know, they, they can, I'm also, also more reliable um, where, you know, if they, if they need something to get done, they know they can count on me to get it done, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I, I think just a complete perspective shift from them. Um, I mean, I could talk about my family too, which is completely different too. Like, I mean, I could be brought to tears for certain stuff that's just been happening recently. Like, uh, you know, uh, this summer I, I went on a lot of just hikes and walks with my kids, you know, and, uh, really tried to incorporate them like with my workouts and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> damn it you guys. Let's go. Um, yeah. Um, on, on Sunday, this last Sunday, you know, I woke up, I like to wake up super early. I like to go on a little walk before I go to the gym. And my, my son, Tristan, he's eight years old. He he is an early riser, man. He's always been an early bird. And so I wake up, he's already watching TV. It's like 5 a.m. And I'm like, and whisper to him because the rest of the house is asleep. And I'm like, I'm going to go on a walk. And he's like, can I come with you? <laughs> I was like, God, right in the fucking heart, dude. Right in the heart. I was like, absolutely, man. Let's go. And he goes, uh. There's two, there's two like walks that we do. And they're both about, about, about three miles. And, um, my, my neighbor's all Hills. And so like, there's one that's, that's like a really steep, like the backwards way. And there's one that's like less hard, you know? And he goes, I want to do the hard one, daddy. And I was like, dude, let's fucking go, <laughs> you know? And those walks, like, I mean, talk about like deep conversations too. Like he's asking me questions that he wouldn't normally ask. Um, we're just having like really strong connection, you know? Um, and it's just, it's just fucking cool. You know, my daughter, you know, she's, she's 11 going on 16, man, you know, so she could care less about, about me or transformations or things I'm doing, but she's still watching, you know? And when I take her on walks, she complains and she cries. And then we finally start walking. She starts to calm down and I'm like, why are we going on walks? And she's like, well, you keep telling me the, the more hard things we do, the more hard things we can handle. I'm like, that's right. And it was fucking the hottest fucking summer ever. And I'm like, it's hot, it's hard, but if you can do this, you can do other hard things. And so when other hard things come up, like you'll be able to handle that. So that's my kid. I mean, I'm long-winded. That's my kids. My wife. Um, there's a there's an analogy that Ox shared a while ago that I mean it rang true with me, and I think about it every day. Where he mm -hmm. talked about uh yeah, he talked about a wall that that our wife that that our wife our wives build around um themselves but we give them the bricks and every time we fuck up and every time we we dishonor them we give them the bricks to build them their own wall to protect themselves from us and so i i mean that analogy was like real life for me you know because i don't care how much progress i made in this program my wife was like you still didn't empty the dishwasher you know you still snapped at the kids you still <laughs> you know that kind of stuff so and, you know, and, and when I would talk about like using the same kind of vernacular that this program uses, she's like, that's not you. You don't talk like that. You know, give me the real you. You know, I'm like, fuck, maybe I'm this. Maybe this is the new me. And they're like, nah, she's like, nah, nah, it's not. It's not, you know. So, however, there's been there's been moments in this program where um, where she saw I would normally react emotionally because I'm quick to react uh, when she would do something to annoy me or frustrate me. And she saw me hold back. Uh, but when I would hold back, my body language would, would speak otherwise, you know? And so she'd see me fucking tense up and not say a word, you know, but she's like, you don't understand that your energy is worse than your words. Your body language speaks volumes and that's worse. And so I'm like, fuck, 
So like, how am I going to now, now not only like watch my words, but I want like actually like look at, at myself from a bird's eye view and like figure out like how I'm looking to her when I'm, when I'm feeling a certain way inside. And so I really had to like turn off my part of my brain to feel that way. And so that my body would not show those things and be cognizant of my face, my hands, uh, my posture, all those things when she would frustrate me. And so as she saw me to do this, again, going back to that wall analogy, I think I've removed enough bricks and done enough like good deeds or, or things that she saw that was positive in me to just see her eyes, you know, to remove enough bricks that, that she sees me. She's not fully exposed. She's not fully vulnerable, but she sees me. And sometimes I add a brick and sometimes it covers it and sometimes it lowers it. But I think it's pretty stagnant right here for now, you know? And, uh, it's such a good analogy, bro. I mean, it's just, beautiful. It just, feel, it just feels so real. It just feels so real. And then, um, you know, and, and somebody said early in the program too, it's like, you know, if you've been married 15 years, you've been an asshole for 15 years. Maybe it'll take another 15 years for the, for you to prove to her that you're not an asshole. You know, so I've only been in the program. Yeah, I've been a program a year and a half, which is longer than a lot of you guys. But shit, I've only been a I've only been a next level human for a year, maybe half that time. You know, because it took me to get to this point a year and a half. So maybe it'll take me another year and a half. Maybe it'll take me another decade for her to remove that wall completely. You know, she's become more more vulnerable with me, more exposed. But again, sometimes it's here, sometimes it's here, sometimes it's here, but it's never here yet. You know. Um, and so, yeah, that, that analogy really rang true. So those are, that's probably pretty much a rundown of all the different perspectives that I'm getting from, from all the people in my life. Um, incredible. Let's talk about this time period, right? The mm -hmm. amount of time that we're in this program. And so you guys, he said 18 months, you're looking at one of the most savage men in this group because he has come several times, never asking to be posted but had a pretty magnificent transformation. And yet it was like, you know, hold it. We'd pull it back from him a little bit. And yeah. so how, what'd you learn from that? I don't know. Like you've been in here a long time. I Like you're still here and right. you, you had this transformation. You had this here and you've had a transformation here. And yet you weren't getting posted. Mm. How'd you, how'd you handle that? Well, you know, again, for the longest time, I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to get posted. Can't wait to get posted. And that is just the wrong outlook. That is the wrong outlook because that's, that's the finish line at that point. If you look at it that way, that's not day one, that's the finish line. And, you know, and I wanted to bring that up too, because there are so many guys that got posted. That I just don't know where they are. Where are Let's those guys? Go. I mean, I, I'm going to call, I don't want, I'm going to call, I'm not going to call people out by name, but there are some names I could drop right now that I know are still in the program, but where the fuck are they? You know, it's like those guys were dropping bombs in their in their in their transformation interview. I've listened to all those Zooms. Um, I've listened to all those podcasts. They dropped bombs prior to getting posted. Where are they? And so I don't want to be one of those guys. I'm still here. I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to squad four, man. Squad four is the fucking most savage group in this fucking organization. And they're all showed up here for me today because I love those fucking brothers, dude. Those guys are fucking man. And so I support those guys. I love mentoring those guys. I love chatting those guys. I love them holding me accountable. Like those guys are the fucking man. And I'm not gonna let's do go. Exactly, fucking Aaron. I'm shit. I mean, if I just had Aaron, that would be enough. Serge, dude, he's fucking man. Tim, Tim's about to get posted. 
dude, my squad is fucking shit, dude. And so that was, I was very disappointed when the squads got canceled and Ryan's like, well, unfortunately your squad is the only one doing it right. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, well, I guess it's a compliment then because we are doing it right. And so we actually already managed to, to find another uh, little kind of squadron that we made on our own within Mighty Networks with two text chains. Like we're already doing it. So we're just going to continue it. Um, my point is I got posted. I'm not, it's not over. It's not over. I'm still going to, I'm still going to, I'm still going to contribute with these guys. You know, and so I'm not going to go away just because I got posted like so many of these guys have, you know, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting because, it, it, you know, if again, if those guys went away to me, it seems like a lot of those guys thought saw it as a as a as an end goal and not a day one. You know, and that's that's unfortunate, I think. So you had a few obstacles through this process. Yeah. You keep showing up, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of these obstacles that you encountered and maybe still do, but maybe the massive obstacle obstacles you encountered through this process and how did you overcome them? Well, and then some of them are not, not even overcome, you know, some of them will always be there, you know, and number one is, is sugar. I'm a fucking sugar addict and, it, and like a fr- freaking maniac. And, you know, and I've, I've dealt with like major substances in the past, uh, I was majorly into into blow in my early 20s. So I understand that kind of addictive personality. Um, I understand what that feeling is like to like, like, like a, like a demon crave, like a, like a, like an inner, like, oh, like craving. And so like, I feel that same way about sugar, bro. And that, that craving will never go away. Now I'm hoping just like drugs, you know, the craving will get less and less as, as the more, the more I deny myself. But it's interesting because one obviously is unhealthy for your body. The other one is so socially acceptable. That's like, it's in your face constantly. Like I can stay away from a few people and never see blow again. I can't stay away from sugar. It's in my face every day, you know? So there are times, and again, like, you know, the, the mantra of what, you know, the percentage you put in, the percentage you get out. I mean, that rang true for me for a year, you know? Yeah, sure. I had shoulder surgery during that time, but it's like, you know, shit, I went Mexi- to Mexican food. Yeah, my macros are dialed in. But hell yeah, I ate the chips and salsa at the, Ma- the Mexican restaurant. Or shit, you know, I had a taste of a of a cake. I had a piece of a cookie. I had a, nor- uh, a morsel here, a little nugget here, a, a bite here. And all these little bites added the fuck up. And I never even thought about it. I'm like, man, I'm fucking crushing it. Why am I not progressing? Why am I not breaking through? It's like, fuck, dude. Like, you're you're taking little morsels. You know, and sometimes again, that, that addictive personality, just like I would do when I went, when I was into drugs, it's like, well, already fucked up. Might as well fucking go hard. You know, I was the person in my, in my friends group. They're like, you know what I love about you, Brad? You're always down to get fucked up. You know, and I feel the same way about sugar because, you know, I'm like already fucked up. Might as well eat that whole. Oh, I brought a friend. I forgot to tell you. I brought a friend with me. Oh, he's so good. I love him so much. This fucking bastard. Right. And so, you know, that's one of those things I would go to town on. And I felt like, uh, <laughs> I felt like, like Schmeagel, like in the Lord of the Rings, like my precious, like a little goblin in the fucking pantry, like just th- like the same way I would do if I was smoking meth in the garage. I felt the same, exactly the same. Like I'm fucking hiding, like, ooh, uh, so it feels so great to be hidden, not known and not be exposed like a fucking little bitch, you know? And so still to this day, like I have the same fucking cravings. Still to this day, I still stumble. You know, day one was like fucking slap in the face. You know, I had one big giant meal in and out. I was like, I deserve this. I deserve this cheat meal. Oh, 
that was dangerous. That was a slippery slope, man. That was a slippery slope, dude. Because if you do that, you can do anything after that. You might as well fucking you might as well go do blow in the bathroom. It's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. You know, there was a point in the program too. One of the obstacles was I was drinking heavily every day this summer. And I don't, I, I've never been a big drinker. You know, I would drink maybe on the weekends, maybe even once a month. But this summer I drank every day. I had at least a drink every day. And I'm like, it's summer. I'm a teacher. I'm on vacation. And I went on a long ass vacation. I went to Europe for three weeks. I came back for two days. Then went to California for 10 days. You know, I drank every day. You know, whiskey with a with a in soda, just had one every day. And I'm like, shit, why am I not breaking through? <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Same thing about the little morsels. Like, you're not breaking through because you're not living the life, bro. You know? And so I cut that out. You know, and what, what do you know? And there was there was a couple of times I slipped, you know, and 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 unfortunately my squad, Ryan, you guys were, you know, obviously supportive and you get back on the fuck on the fucking horse. It's like, I think I fucked up after like, like 11 days. And then everyone's like, or even Ryan is like, well, you know what? Next time you're going to do 12 days. I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's a different way of looking at it. Because when you put something on the altar, yeah, you say it's forever, but shit. I mean, there are going to be times that you might slip up. I put this Nutella on the altar. I'd be damned if I didn't touch that Nutella one time. There was one time after I got posted, I put a spoonful in that bitch right in front of my son. And he's heard me say to him, I will never eat this again. And that was fucking hurtful, man, to myself. That I that was not a man of my word to him. And he said, I thought you weren't going to eat that again, daddy. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, so that's that's th those are the, those are the kind of stumbling blocks, you know, when it comes to food. That's the biggest one. My shoulder, you know, um, you know, one month into the program, I signed up. uh uh, Mar I, I know the exact day. It wasn't even one month. It was three weeks. I signed up March 30th, 2022. And uh, April 20th, 2022, I was benching. I already had a tear on my shoulder. I could already feel it. And fucking snap. Just rubber band. Fucking snap. Instant pain. Instant loss of strength. I was like, that's... And, and you know, I went down a downward spiral of depression of like, what are, you, what are you trying to prove, man? You're fucking too old, dude. You got too many injuries. Like, what? you're not going to make it. Like all that fucking self, that negative self-talk, like who the fuck, who the fuck do you think you are, man? Like you don't, you don't have it. You're not the guy. You don't have it. And those are the kind of thoughts I had. And then I came to a, like a, a massive conclusion and I, I shared it with this on the zoom one day. It's like, what, again, if I'm, I'm here for a different reason than I was with West's program or I was in the past, I'm not here for the results. I'm here for the mental change. I'm here for the, the PMA every day. That's why I wake up as early as possible because I need to conquer the day early, man. If I don't conquer the day early, those demons creep the fuck out. And so I showed up with that big ass sling with a fucking pillow under here. And I'm doing, you know, squats on a fucking Smith machine. And people were like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I think you might have to, I think, I think you should leave. Like you're, 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 you're endangering yourself. And I'm like, no, nah, man, you don't get it. Like I'm not here for the results. I don't give a fuck if my left arm gets fucking huge. And it did. My left arm was very lopsided. But it's funny now because my right arm really cut up. My right arm feels like fucking RoboCop now, dude. It's like strong as fuck. It's crazy. But still, six months. That took me six months to not touch it. And I went back to the ortho and he's like, he's like, are you are you staying in the sling? I'm like, oh, I take it off at night when I sleep. He's like, bad move, dude. Sleep with it. Fuck. He's like, well, you're not lifting any weights with it. Not my well. 
I'll do like triceps, like really light, like cable pulls. He's like, you're a fucking dumbass, dude. You're going to fuck it up. Don't do that. And so I just stopped, you know, I just didn't do anything. I had to sling on, crushed everything in my left arm. I did, you know, I did cable pulls. I did, uh, you know, lap pull down with the, with the cable, with the one, the ones, you know, the handle, all the shit, all the shit I could possibly do. I did, you know, one arm dumbbell presses and for, for bench, all that shit. I couldn't do a one arm push up though. I still, I still couldn't do that. Um, so again, so like, you know, say I took six months of uh, physical therapy and wearing the sling until, you know, um, it took me another six months after that to get to, for my right arm to catch up with my left arm. And then my left arm was giving me trouble. And so like, you know, I'm fucking, I'm a mess, dude. I've broken so many bones over the years. I get, you know, I broke two vertebrae on my back, uh, like 25 years ago. That's always giving me back problems. You know, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if I'm fucking lifting the bar. I'm still showing up at 3am. You know, I still got my PMA in the early morning. I still did so much more in the day than anyone else around me. I still wake up early enough and crush it early enough to get home and make my kids breakfast before they wake up. On Sunday, that is my favorite thing is they, they wake up to the smell of bacon. It's like, fuck, that's a dream. You know, but it, may, it fills my heart so much to be able to serve them that way. So I don't know. That was a long-winded response to my, my obstacles during the process. Fire, dude. Um. You mentioned something, and we're going to go into this because you are such a giver, and you do care so much, and you do reach out so much to people. But in the perspective of your level up, the why behind it is different. Mm-hmm. Even for even if it was for the personal level up of mental and here, but what what's different about your desire? For your for personal development versus before that allows yeah. you to to keep pushing when you your shoulders gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean again it's for me for me like the early morning uh you know workout is really for my mind it's just to get my mind right every single day and so i realize if i get my mind right i can serve everyone else you know and so um you know oh, I, say that again if i get oh, my mind I can serve everyone else that's it right can serve everyone else yeah um, i started um you know and we talk about like base hits you know like how, how many base hits you got like as soon as my feet hit the floor it's a base hit you know as soon as i get my shoes on it's a base hit i mean you can take it down to my minuscule level as soon as i put my keys ignition to go to the gym early that's a that's a base hit and so i'm trying to teach instill those base hits in my kids too i'm like every single day kids you're gonna make your bed i'm like why I'm like because you're starting a day with a base hit you're already starting with a win if you already start with a win, the rest of the day is going to be cake. You might have a couple of losses. You might have a couple of strikeouts, but shit, you already started the day with a base hit. You know, so I'm trying to instill that in them too. Um, and so I, I just, again, now now the, the level's totally changed. Like, I, I think I've reached an, um, uh, like a comfort in terms of like my physical growth. And still, I want my body to change. I've never been in in, in, the pro, in a process or a, a, pro, a fitness program long enough to to bulk. Like, I don't even know what that's like. So I want to try that at some point. I, I don't think I'm really at, even at the bottom of my cut, you know, so I want to lose a little bit more, get to like the single, single digit body fat percentage and then see what that's like to just, just for fun. Right. But to be honest, like my, my, my level up still come with my family. Am I serving them? Right. Am I serving my wife? Am I going to lower more bricks? You know, that's still, still my number one focus. So at the end of the day, it's like, if I don't hit my macros, if I don't, if I don't wake up early to get my mind right, I know that I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to serve them in the correct way. 
And so, um, because again, if I don't hit my macros, I'm not going to feel confident. I'm going to feel fucking low level, like all those things, you know, I gotta, I gotta hit all those, all those base hits in order for them to serve them. Wow. Okay. In this selfless mindset, you're the guy that, and we all are really right. But this is a really great example of, I'm going to do this and then I don't do it or I don't do it perfectly. What's your self-talk in that moment? Because you've had quite a few of those, I would say, in your 18 months, you're still here. Mm-hmm. And then your tell is still there and your finger still happens to just, you know, it just pops in there, right? So yeah. what separates you from maybe the old you when that happens? Or what do you see differently in men in this group or around you when they put their hand in the Nutella symbolically, mm-hmm. what's different about you? You know, so I mean, I, I try to live and I try to preach the the comeback is more important than the setback, you know? And so that recovery between, you know, that setback and, and me before where I would wallow and go deep in that fucking hole of already fucked up, might as well fuck up for the next seven days. Might as well treat my my family like shit for a week. Might as well not hit my early morning wake ups. Like I'm not hit my gym, my work at my workouts. Like again, slippery slope, right? And so now it's like, no, stop being a bitch. Get back on track right away. And that and that's really the difference, right? And I think that's what experience in this program brings you. It's like you're you're. I mean, the longer you're in the program, the more you're gonna fuck up. It's just it's just a numbers <laughs> it's just a numbers game, you know. Like eighteen months, that's a lot of fuck ups, you know. And so. I, I think I'm at the level now, like I still, I still talk negatively to myself. I call myself a bitch, but that's fine. Like that, that works for me as far as self-talk goes, like stop being a bitch, get the fuck up, put that fucking jar away. You know, like you don't need that. Stay hungry, you know, because again, stay hungry is physically, but it's also symbolic. If I'm hungry, then I'm, I'm fucking driven. You know, if I'm satisfied, then I'm content. And when I'm too content, I get comfortable. And if I get comfortable, then I get lazy. You know, so I'm trying to stay hungry, symbolically, physically. You know, because I know that that suffering is good for me. It's good for my mind. If I'm if I'm selflessly staying hungry, fit, metaphorically, physically, then I know that it's going to be about everyone else. I can serve them. You know, and and it's also like. When I was physically hungry in the past, I mean, I was a cranky motherfucker. You know, you get hangry, right? So that's that's gone. That's that's the difference too. It's like when I'm hungry, like it's like progress, 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 progress. And so if you put in that positive spin, then all of a sudden it's like my my hunger doesn't affect anyone else. Because before, when I was hungry, everyone else was affected. It's like just eat something, you bastard, because then you won't be such an asshole. Now it's like, well. If he's hungry, he must be hungry because he's, he's actually treating us better. <laughs> so it's like completely different. It's the opposite now. It's it's insane. So I'm trying to stay hungry, and and, that, and that's the one thing that, yeah. that that what the one thing that day one is teaching me too. It's like you know, don't stop being hungry. If you stop being hungry, you're gonna go away, just like those other guys. You got posted. I'm ha- I'm content now. I'm comfortable. I'm good to go. I'll see you guys this later. This is this is a perfect example of what we say in here. How what once was the trigger uh, that made you selfish, the trigger of your selfishness becomes the trigger of your selflessness. Yeah. It's magical. 
It, it really is. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. Your biggest demon is that's your biggest asset now, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. And so like, and so, and you know, I, I really connect with, um, uh, shit. Uh, oh, well, it, it, really anyone you talk about your, your, your other self, right. And actually embracing that other self as opposed to fighting him. You know, because I fought him for most of the most of my time in this program. Like, you want to fucking go to toe to toe? Let's fucking go. You know, and sometimes I still want to, you know, curb stomp his ass. But you know what? To be honest, like he's still inside of me. You know, and if I go, come on, come on this ride with me, you motherfucker. You know, I still talk shit to him, but come on this ride with me, right? And you're gonna see me crush you, but I'm not gonna crush you physically. I'm just gonna crush you with my actions. You know, and like, yeah, you're 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 my you're my evil best friend. But you're still gonna be with me this whole way, you know. So I, I try to, I try to again the whole concept of, you know, your biggest devil is your biggest asset. It's like you know he's my devil, but you know what he he drops and drives me sometimes in a positive way. Um, I'm looking at Kyle's face this whole thing, and now he's got up and moving, so he's probably got to go somewhere. But he can barely keep it together. It sounds like. So I just want. I want to open Kyle up a little bit and I want to hear your thoughts, Kyle, if you have a moment, I know you just got moving. You were sitting there for a second, but I feel like there's something that needs to be said. Yeah. Marley's got swim lessons. It's really loud in there. So I started moving. He escaped. He knew, you knew I was coming for you. (laughs) You knew I was coming for you. Yeah. So uh, just like, Especially those of you that are newer, just realize you just got two years of superhuman father Zoom calls in one. Like, Brad just put on a fucking clinic at a level which takes so much wisdom and understanding that, and so much self-development and, and so much intuition. Um, and then being awake while life is happening. Like, that's, what, that's what's required to sit here and be able to spout knowledge like this. Most of the world is asleep. And uh, Brad's been awake. Even though he's had his struggles, he's been awake this whole time. And uh, it's easy to wake a man up for a moment. It's, it's near impossible to keep him awake. And um, Brad only lets himself fall asleep for a moment. And he's back. And... Um, there's something real special there. You, you can see now what happens to you over the course of years when you play this game. A lot of you came here for a quick fix. Doesn't exist. Sure, guys come in here 90 days ripped. But like you said, that was the body. The mind and the heart get left behind. You're fucked. You'll go right back to where you started which is why it's so important to have the intent in this game because there's a bunch of ripped assholes out there. It's not what we create here. We just, we just put the hook out there. Yeah, bro. You want to get ripped, don't you? Yeah. Come join our fitness program. (laughs) And then we see what happens, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm just elated. I'm elated. This whole thing, you know, uh, (laughs) I'm no different. I got my fucking struggles. Shit ain't easy for me. Today's day one for me too, every day. And so when I hear Brad speak those words in his language, 
all these lessons that we've been talking about for years, it wakes me up. It's like smelling salt. You know, I have all kinds of thoughts in my head of what I need to do better and how I can show up with more power and how I can adjust my systems. So, I mean, thank you, Brad. I, I, I couldn't be more proud. Um, and, um, I mean, it just, it just it doesn't just make my day. It makes all the struggles of the last two years of building this shit. If it was just it. Brad. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's fucking heavy, bro. I really appreciate that. Yeah, bro. Um, and you notice Kyle said something about being awake. And those like Brad who can stay awake, they're aware and they wake others up. And that's what Brad does, man. Like, that's why his squad killed it. Like, you should have heard the messages he was sending me. They were actually pretty kind. But he's like, what the fuck, man? There's a squad. <laughs> you know? It's like, you guys are really screwing things up in here. You don't you get know, it, man. Like, Our squad is crushing it. We'll fucking dominate yeah, the whole thing. It goes, I say, hey, make it superhuman father's squad. But, <laughs> but um, I know you guys have felt him. And so anybody in here that has a question, if you're new, because it's, it's a journey that never ends, it, it doesn't matter where you are in the process or if you just want to tell Brad how awesome he is. Um, like, one thing I will say, Brad shows up to the Dallas event. Kyle's speaking for this the first time. And the all the energy was self all of it was selfless there was zero about me look at me i'm here hey come talk to me it was everything about the moment for everybody else and that just goes to show the type of person he is and i know you guys felt that so let's go i think it was bj then aaron take it away what's up brad what's up buddy uh Congratulations, of course, you're savage and leader of our squad for, you know, we crushed the deal, just saying. Um, no, but for real though, man, I remember um, when I first joined this this deal and uh, I was like looking for all my Texas boys. I'm like, where are my Texas boys? Where are my Texas boys? And uh, you actually reached out to me and we ended up meeting at the gym. When I first met you, we worked out. I was like, damn, this dude's fucking savage. Like, I'll be big as shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't do that much weight, bro. <laughs> like, I can't do that much. But you're like, oh, you know, you pushed me. I remember that and showed me some new workouts and stuff. And like, I had, I just felt like a, you were like a friend I've known forever, you know? Like, you just made me feel right at home, you know, when I was like vulnerable and going through my shit, you know? And, and then you've just been there this whole time, man. Just got to see you again in Dallas. Looking forward to seeing you again. And, Mm -hmm. you know and i can relate with you in so many things with you know and that you know the, the, the comeback you know that's that's my thing and and you've helped me with that you know because uh you know me i fall man i'll fall fat on my face and i'm like fuck but you know i, I gotta get back up and and I, I think of you when i do some, you know do shit like that like fuck you know i gotta get back like i can't i can't keep staying in this little bullshit you know like i gotta Bounce back, you know, like you said, the comeback's better than the, the fall down or whatever. And uh, I'm just stoked for you, bro. Like, I'm just, I'm hyped up. You got me hyped up, man. Like, your story is awesome. And I'm I'm so glad to be running this with you, man. And can't wait to see where it brings us. And can't wait to see you here soon, man, because I got to get my ass down there. But yeah, yeah. congratulations, bro. I love you, bro. Thank you. Love you too, buddy. Let's go squat four, baby. Yeah, for life. <laughs> We'll take Isaias, then Tim, then BJ. 
What up, Brad? What up, dude? How you doing, man, dude? I'm great. So so happy to be in your, your transformation Zoom. I just want to say how bad as you are. I just want to say how I appreciate it. I love you, man. I remember one time that uh, I was actually struggling with uh, my temper and my keto. Uh, that's my uh, that's my Achilles tendon. I don't know if you call, you call it like that in English. That's my weakness. Yeah. And I saw you treating your kid and talking with him and you were in the Zoom and, and I just said, dude, I want to be like that guy, man. And you inspired the hell out of me, man. It's been crazy days for me. It's getting better, so much better. And you put a spark on my heart, man. I saw you. And I, and I, I think it told you, like, dude, thank you so much for that. I also remember you putting uh, alcohol in the altar. And I, and, and I know you're going to be able to inspire so many and help so many people in that sense, man. I just want to tell you that you're a savage. You're appreciated. God bless you, man. And it really makes me happy the way you say that after getting posted, you want to be here. Because I've seen quite a few guys and homies of mine. They're not here anymore. Uh, you know what? Because of your comment, I'm going to start calling calling them out. I'm going to give them a call. Yeah. And uh, dude, fucking grateful to know you. God bless you. And, and thank you for every nugget that you've given us. Thank you, man. And what's up with your fucking abs, bro? Like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> we got Zoolander in the fucking house, dude. This guy is fucking model status, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> it's called youth. Yeah, I, I guess so, man. Forty three is not gonna not gonna happen for me, I guess. I'm gonna have to challenge that, boys, because I've seen quite a few savages here. They're like forty five, fifty. They got like they're fucking shredded, man. <laughs> Corey Gallup, you see this transformation? This the guy's a savage. Actually, Brian's fucking ass rock washboards, bro. Dude, Brian's abs are psycho. Oh, dude, <laughs> fucking gnarly, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna go do some sit ups right now. Yeah. What's, What's up, guys? Hey. Hi. Hey, it's Damn. AJ. Oh, who's that? It's AJ. I'm new to the group. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Sweat, thank you guys all for letting... I'm a little late to this meeting, but I'm I'm trying to catch up with all you, you young guys. And uh, I'm, I'm struggling getting started with uh, with, with work and, and finding time and, and all that stuff. But whenever I, I, I talked to you guys last time, I got really pumped up, so... Really new, haven't done any of the exercises, haven't been doing anything. But Ryan still, still sends me these uh, love notes all the time, which ever pumps me up all the time. So yeah. I, need, I need everybody's help so I can get started on this journey and, and be uh, jacked up like you guys. Well, you know what the hardest part about going to the gym is? The front door. Yeah, oh. going to the gym. <laughs> you know, so. Let's go. Hey, squad four. Squad four. Hey, Between squad four. Squad Put four. Them in. Well, yeah, well, 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 hey, hey, um, I'll, I'll give you their info. They're, they're gonna mob you, okay? Okay, great. All right, AJ, are you ready? Bro? Let's go. Gonna get fucking serious, dude. <laughs> they love you, bro. Let's go, dude. Let's Hell go. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Tim. Hit it, dude. What's up, yeah. man? Hey, yeah. Squad Four representing. Fuck yeah, Brad, dude. I, I appreciate you so much, man. Like, uh. You were like, uh, you know, in the beginning when I first signed up, Ryan was the hype man for me, you know, and it, and it helped. And, and it came a time where I had to wean off of that. And, and it was great because at some point you got to figure it out on your own. Mm -hmm. and well, the he told me like, were, I don't need messages from you anymore. Yeah, I, I, because <laughs> like, I did, you know, it's like I got to I got to be able to sustain myself. I got to figure it out. Like the motivation is great. But at some point you know, the motivation is only going to last for so long. And I needed to find that for my, my own self. 
And so the squads were created at the perfect time because Brad was you, you know, it's like he'd send out the messages and, and uh, he wasn't afraid to call you out. And it, it just kind of became, you know, we all just took that, that uh, example and, and flourished. And so Brad, man, you're stud. I, I just appreciate you. Um, and your example and your transformation is just amazing. Thanks, Tim. Tim's next, bro. He's fucking next. Let's go. I think it was BJ. Then we'll do Brian, Mike, and then Michael. <laughs> Did we lose? Did we lose you, BJ? BJ, what happened? Awesome. I just talked to him like an hour ago. Yeah, okay, perfect. He doesn't need to say shit then. Brian, go. <laughs> he's he's out counting railroad ties or something important right now. Uh, hey, no, Brad, I just, real quick, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, you and I connected after my transformation. Uh, we talked about alcohol and kind of that hard decision of giving that up. And, uh, you know, we connected in Dallas. Um, you know, super proud to be here with you. Um, super proud to know you, super proud of your transformation. And, um, I think, uh, I, I'm so glad I talked about this in my transformation and you obviously touched on it tonight. I think there is so much value for the newer guys to know that this is not an easy journey. And, you know, I got stuck in the middle on my transformation until I lit a fire under my ass and, and really pulled things out and, I look back on it and I appreciate it now because my end goal was never to get posted, which means, you know, since I got posted, whatever, little over two months ago, I haven't lost the fire one fucking bit, man. As a matter of fact, I've turned it up and I'm probably burning too many calories, but Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, that, that's a problem for my coaches to figure out my fucking macros for me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to say super proud of you, man. I'm super stoked for you. Uh, I know it's been a long road between Wes and here, but, uh, you fucking made it. And if you got any, if you got any uh, problems along the way, you know, you got some good guys to reach out to and help keep you accountable. So thanks brother. Hey, uh, I want to correct you on one thing. I've, I'll never make it. I'll never Atta make boy. it. There's, there's, I, I view it like, you know, there's like making it to certain levels and then it's like, okay, yeah. I'm here. Now what? Now it's the next fucking level. And then the next fucking level, it's, it's Tetris, right? It just, it's Tetris. Those things just keep fucking falling into place. You never finish that game. Yeah. Thanks. All right. We'll take, we'll take, uh, let's see, Mike, then Michael, and then Serge. Is that, is that me as in Mike? That's you, dude. Okay, cool. Just That's you. Sure. Get it. Brad, I just wanted to uh, hop on real quick and just express my, my gratitude for you, bro. Uh, I posted like, I don't know, two, two months ago that I was struggling with my early morning wake-ups and just out of nowhere, like just very quickly, you just responded, hey man, I got you. And I, I was even looking just to hit the 5 a.m. and you're like, well, I'm, I'm in Texas. I'm an hour behind you. I wake up at 3.30. You're up at 4.30 now. 
And um, <laughs> the last couple of days, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I have I've fallen behind. But you're still there. You just show up for me, dude. And I just want to say I appreciate you, man. Really appreciate everything. You're 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 inspiring me, and you're just you're very selfless, and you you really do um, live and breathe everything that this um, this group talks about like you're, you're exemplary dude uh, i really appreciate you just wanted to say that thanks mike you're the best bro what's up brad i think i'm next what um, up, hey guys michael mcdaniel here i've been a part of the Lord. group for been here for about four months and i think this is the first time i've ever spoken on zoom i i live Let's and breathe go. zoom every day uh for work so i typically hide in the shadows here but uh, Brad's impact and influence on my life in a short three or four weeks uh, justified me coming on here to to give him an attaboy. Um, Brad, as the leader of our squad and a fellow Texan, uh, is the epitome of a leader, um, a selfless leader. He leads by example. Uh, I've been just blown away at his discipline. I know that every single day, as many savages as we have on squad four, we all miss here and there our wake-up post or our macro post, but Brad doesn't. I don't know if I've seen him miss yet. Maybe once, maybe. Uh, but I know every I did, single day. I did this once, and I was like, well, fuck <laughs> it. I mean, we, we, have a, we have a punishment. It's 100 burpees no matter what. And so uh, one right. thing I want to bring up, too, is, is one thing that makes squad four so strong is that when one guy has to do 100 burpees, we all got to do 100 burpees. Yeah. So... Uh, Let's yeah, go. I know, you know, I normally get up around five, sometimes five thirty. Occasionally I get a wild hair and I'll get up at three thirty. Uh I'll get up at two sometimes. That dude is just automatic three thirty every single day. And then when he posts his macros, I mean he's within one or two percentage points on every level. I'm I'm feeling good about myself if I'm within five or even ten. And so he just sets the bar. Uh, he lives by example, but he's a humble leader, and he truly embraces what it is to serve his people. He's constantly looking to give back and help anybody that needs a hand. And so I just want to congratulate you, Brad. Thank you for the leadership that you've given me, the motivation, encouragement, and probably more than anything, the accountability. So uh, excited to continue following your journey and uh, glad to be your brother. Thank you, Michael. Brother for life, dude. Get it, Serge. Can I jump in? Mike Wilson. Um, guys, I've been in the program for a long time. I've been hiding in the shadows for a long ass time. And I want to thank Brad. I, I, you pulled me out, brother. You pulled me out of the shadows. I've been here for quite some time. As a matter of fact, this is the first time I'm ever speaking in front of the group. You know, I've ever spoken in front of the group. And uh, I was lost, brother. And I can't thank you enough. Squad four was, I mean, it's exactly what I needed at the right time. And um, I'm sorry, I'm a little emotional about it because, man, it's 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 been a short, short time since since that squad four started up. But holy shit, is my has my life changed? My mind has changed. Um, the body as a result is changing. But I can't thank you enough, man. All the credit goes to you. You are a selfless person. Early on in, in squad four. 
I remember like messaging that I fucked up my macros. You hit me with, listen, I got a hundred burpees for you. And I was like, what, what the fuck is that? Like <laughs> this guy's going to do a hundred burpees. For an me. Asshole. Like, am I, am I getting punked? I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on here? And that wasn't the case at all, man. You were just, you were carrying me till I could carry myself along. I could stand on my own two feet and I can't thank you enough for that, brother. I really, really appreciate it. You do. You lead by example. Like Mike said, you're there every fucking day. Nothing but love and respect, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Serge. You're the best, dude. BJ. Serge, you're awesome, by the way. Let's go. We'll we try this one more time. Can you all hear me? Yeah, third time's trying, bro. All right. All right. Squad four is kind of like the wish.com version of squad one before we get going here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Hey, uh, <laughs> I got hey, you, man. You've always, yeah, you've always, yeah. Hey, you've always been a real one, man. I just wanted you to know, uh, first and foremost, ever since we connected, I always appreciate your authenticity, and uh, I thank you being here so long and having all those issues. You know, should be champion, and uh, I don't have much time, but I was gonna. I was going to say for some of these new guys, there's a lot of guys that's got issues like we all probably do. But I was just going to ask you, you know, for a lot of the new guys here, um, some of these mental hurdles that you're going to have to go through, not just one or two days a week, but sometimes four or five, six days a week, you know, um, maybe a nugget or two to get like on the mental side of what they're going to have to overcome, you know, so they can hang in there. And uh, not give up after the first couple of weeks or, you know, the first month or whatever. Because mm -hmm. you, you did it, brother. Yeah. I mean, I would just ask, who the fuck do you want to be? You know, do you want to be there? You want to still be at this level? Like, like you, and that's what, that's what it kind of you know, bummed me out about, about the squads too. It's like, we had probably like, we had a pretty good, well, there's about three or four guys that just never connected. And it was like, yeah, number one, you paid all this money. That's number one. Number two, you made, you pulled the trigger because you wanted to change your life. You know, so what's what's the hang up? You know, obviously I had my struggles and hurdles like going through the program, but like you just can't give up, man. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, and who the fuck do you want to be? You know, I don't want to be that person I was 18 months ago. You know, I'm a different person now. I can't wait to see what I'm going to be in 18 months from now. Let's go. Rob, what you got? Hey, first of all, congratulations, Brad. I was looking today at the picture and I was saying like, fucking hell. I mean, it's like I was going to ask you what was your your steroids prescription, right? <laughs> uh, no, but seriously speaking, so I want to ask you like mentally from when you joined like 18 months ago, you kind of had that envisioned already. And I wanted to ask you whether at any point in your younger years, you had a body like that. Or this is like first time that you see all this. And if it's like, and also in your mind, if like this idea of getting there is like something that you built up with Ryan and the guys, or you like already, you know, we're going there. And Yeah. I, I've never, I've, I've been in the best shape of my life physically by far, by far. I mean, I, I just showed you my posted picture with Wes, right. And at that point I was uh 159. So I was, I was actually less weight than I am now, uh, but not nearly ripped. Like my abs are barely showing. Um, yeah, best shape of my life. I've worked out most of my adult life, but I never really knew what I was doing. You know, mm -hmm. I'd go in, I'd be kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and so, mm -hmm. uh, and so 
you know, to get back to your question, it's like, um, you know, and, and I'll, and I'll, I, I was, I was forward with Chris too. I said, so I said, Chris, uh, to be honest, like, I don't, I don't follow your workouts to a T. I, uh, I combine a lot of your workouts cause I like a push day. I like a pull day. I like a leg day. And then I like to offset those with, with like, like a mer for like, you know, some kind of like high, uh, high interval, uh, uh, cardio, that kind of thing. And so he's like, well, what are you telling me, dude? You do, you do the full chest workout and the, and the shoulder workout in one. I'm like, that's, that's what I'm telling you. You know, <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> and so, you know, cause I like a full push day and I, and I said, I don't, I don't do a separate arm day too. So I, I, I do tries too. I do chest shoulders and tries. And he goes like, will you do the full thing? And I'm like, yes, that's what, that's what I do. And so one reason I wake up so early too, is I, I got to, I got to spend two hours on that, on that chest shoulder day, because to do all of them, it takes a long ass time, you know? Um, and it's just, you know, that, you know, I, I add two and a half pounds. I had a rep. I had two and a half pounds. I had a rep. I had two and a half pounds and that shit adds up and it adds up and adds up to the point where you're, you know, hack squatting 710 pounds. Holy cow. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. It's like, I, like, I, I literally can't, I've tried so many times in this program and I used to be able to squat like pretty heavy, but I can't put my arms like back here with a, with a bar anymore. And so I'm like, well, all the hack squats are activating the same muscles, um, just in a different way. And I'm able to push more. And so now I'm running out of room on that fucking bar, bro. <laughs> I, I can't. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Bro. Yeah. You know? I, I worked out a leg day with them. It was, it was monstrous. Right. And so, yeah, so I'm stronger than ever before. I, I'm I'm physically fit than ever before. Um, I'm more connected to my my emotions more than ever before. Um, I'm more spiritual than ever before. Um, I I I can see I can see the big picture when it comes to people more than ever before. Uh, there's just so there's just so many different levels, man. So many different le- level ups of of just transformations. Like like I'll like I'll catch myself. I'm like shit. I really thinking about that dif- differently. That must be a transformation. there's like 15 of them dude (laughs) like i like i love like yeah i i like i look forward to my cold showers now i love it love it in fact (laughs) it kind of sucks because in texas it's so damn hot you can't it can't get cold (laughs) you know and so but yeah oh my god i get in there it's alive i'm like whoa alive awesome awesome thank you thank you yeah we're gonna have to cut that and make it a sound bite. That was beautiful, uh, Chris. Go, dude. Hey, man. I'll be I'll be real quick. Uh, my phone's about to die, but um, I just wanted to say thanks, man, for being a great example tonight. I mean, hearing your story helps a ton. As yeah. some of you guys know, I've been I've been struggling on and off. You know, overall, I've been crushing it honestly the last few weeks and stuff, and uh, since I started, but I've have had some struggles the last the last couple of weeks and definite down times ryan reached out yesterday which was super helpful but uh hearing someone like you that's just obviously crushed it murdered it just had massive success talk about your down times uh also make it is an inspiration because it lets me know that you know those days come and just battle through them and and uh and i just i just want to say thanks for sharing man i appreciate it thank you chris appreciate that dude So, and I hope I, I hope I helped some people. And I think I have, it's funny because uh, Ryan in typical Ryan fashion called me about two hours ago and was like, dude, I need someone to be the fucking transformation Tuesday. And I'm like, shit, I, I, I thought I was going to have to time to prep. 
you know, but I guess, I guess, I don't know. I guess it came out of me regardless. So uh, this thanks, is better. Uh, thanks for forcing me. To hey, do you it. were, in, you were in Dallas, bro. You know how we roll. <laughs> I know. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, you bastard. Okay. I'll do, I'll do it. Too much prep time. It'll fuck everything up. Exactly. <laughs> also, I'm surprised you didn't talk about, uh, what, uh, <laughs> what was it again? Steroids. Uh, what is it? A, ch- a chigger, steroids, and Jesus. Chigger. That's right. <laughs> Almost yeah. went there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks again. I can't thank this program enough. I can't thank you enough, Kyle, Ryan, Chris, all my fucking savages in Squad 4, you know, BJ, um, all those guys that have reached out to me um, that, I, that, I, that allowed me to talk to them, to gain some wisdom from them. Um, I, t- for life, bro. You guys, you guys have changed me forever. There's, there's no turning back now. It's too late. So thank yeah, you so and much. and thank you, thank you, man, for um again taking the name of superhuman fathers and putting it right next to the word unfucking deniable. Fuck yeah. And that's where a place where people need to go, where they know that, because that's going to instill the belief in them. Because all these struggles that you've been through, every man's going to hit these. They're going to hit these brick walls that are insurmountable. In the, the current form that they're in, there's no fucking way they can do it. And here's Brad. He's like, just keep trucking, dog. Yeah. That's it. One foot forward. So that's it, dude. I'll, I'll pass off to Ryan. Ryan, are you there? Oh, we're done, dude. We'll end it. That was beautiful. All right. Love you guys. Absolute, absolute clinic. I can't wait till that one's a podcast and I can't wait to put that one out to the world. Watch out. What a, what an hey, epic oh. night. Hey squad four, please reach out, man. Cause 16 was uh, pretty silent. Man. I'd love to hear from all you guys. I don't know if you want this fire, bro. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 I want it. I, I want it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Thank I'll you so much. You guys. Peace. Later. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from superhuman fathers and one thing i want you to know is that anyone can do this yes even you go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now i couldn't give everything my fan to my family so i was like okay well let me wake up at three still i was like you know what i can give more um and it kind of pushed into 245 sometimes 230 um and what i noticed is i was uh I was just as alert and awake at 2.30 in the morning, 2.45 in the morning, as I was at 5, 5.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, I felt better because I was, when my head hit the pillow at 9, 10 o'clock um, at, at night, I, I might have only gotten four and a half, five hours of sleep, but uh, I was actually getting the exact same amount of sleep. My deep sleep, my REM cycle, my, all my, what I wasn't doing is I'm not waking up at 